0: Are you just trying to navigate adulthood in a world that still expects you to have it all figured out? Welcome to This Is 50 with your hosts, Travis Holmes and Shane McManus. Shane will not be uh, joining us this week again. He's still dealing with uh, what he's got going on in the house, so we wish him luck and we're thinking of him. I have, man, I have tweaked my back, like right underneath my my right shoulder blade. Well, is it? My right shoulder, yeah, my right shoulder blade. I tweaked something. I think it was because I was putting on my compression socks this morning. I was like, "Well, I got a big day to to get into," and I was like, "Well, let me put on my compression socks. I'm gonna be walking around all day long." And uh, so I was putting on my compression socks. I don't know what happened to me as a child, but for whatever reason, I can't cross or pick up my right leg to cross it on my left leg. I just can't do it. I don't know what happened. Uh, I can get. I can pull my left leg almost up over my head. <laughs> I know it's a sight to see, uh, but I cannot get my right leg up to get down. And my big beer belly. That's it's dwindling, but I'll get in that here a little bit later uh, and try to put the compression socks on ladies. You put pantyhoses on and you, you know, you scrunch them all up and you put your toe in them and then you kind of run the stocking up the, <laughs> up your thigh or up your calf and then up your, over your knee and all that. I have more respect for you ladies out there. But if you've never put on a pair of compression socks, uh, there's no rolling it up. Cause as, you, as you roll it up, that hole gets a lot smaller. I know, <laughs> trying to be as clinical as possible. And I just can't, <clears throat> and I'm, If you're watching this on the YouTube channel, I'm and I can't. I'm trying to pull up (laughs) this way and that way, and I have to go to my wife. Help me, please! Help me, help me! Now, my dad, uh, he has the same problems. He, but he's you know 78 years old or going to be 78 years old here soon, and uh, we bought him those. uh, It's like a like you ever take like a a solo cup and cut the end off, you know the 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 base off and tied two strings on it, like strings on a cup. You put your sock on that and then you poke your foot through it. And then he can just pull the strings up and puts his socks on. Maybe I need to try that. And we'll try that next time I go to put on compression socks. God almighty. Am I that, am I that bad? Yeah. I mean, it sucks. It really does suck because you know, my whole entire life, just like many of you out there that listen to uh, this is 50 show. We appreciate you is, uh, you know, you've been active, physically active, your whole entire life. And then I don't know, something happens and you hit a brick wall and you know, you're, you're 40 pounds heavier than you were 10 years ago. And you're like, Jesus Christ, what is wrong with me? My dad, um, he is going through, I know I got a little bit of the ick still. My dad is going through uh, a nervous section in his life where, um, I guess he gets a, what is it? a just a regular scan. CT scan of his chest cuz he smoked. He smoked since, you know, he was 13 years old. Quit smoking for a while and then, you know, started back up. And when I say for a while, like 3 or 4 years. And then my mom had a heart attack and then he started smoking again. And then I think he hasn't had a cigarette for the last 8 years. So, do the math on on those numbers there. He expects something to come out of that and he had a CT scan and What I don't understand is he, they do the scan and and I don't know how a CT scan works. I'm just speaking out of my, out of my butt here, but I guess they x-rayed his chest and they found some little nodules on his chest and there are a couple about size of a kidney bean, he says, and then there's one that's a little, little bit bigger about size of a dime and that's the one they're worried about. And we went round in circles. So what are they going to do, dad? You know, what are they going to do here? What are they going to do there? Well, they're going to run up a, a PET scan now. Oh, it's a little bit more detailed, I guess. I'm not, you know, I'm not a scientist or a doctor by any means, any stretch. Uh, I said, so what if what they? What if it is cancerous? What if they won't know until they take a biopsy of it? So they go through his throat and do all that stuff. And I'm looking at them, and I feel bad for them. I mean, you know, you play with the guns, you're going to get shot, you know, but he is going through this by himself. Cause technically I, I hate to say it. Not that I don't care. I, I don't know what to care about. You know, do I care the fact that he smoked for X amount of years or do I care about the fact that he's got nodules? I mean, if he doesn't have nodules, you know, the guy next door has got nodules. Do I care for him or do I, you know, I mean, where do I focus my, my concern to? It's just something you have to deal with and you have to live with. For example, me, you know, do you think my neighbor is concerned that I can't put on my compression socks? No, he doesn't care. You know why? He's got no skin in the game. Do I care if he's got you know nodules? Oh, for the most part, he might have nodules, but if he does, does whatever. So dealing with that here at the house and with my dad getting older, I think he's he, I think he's he's leaning on that crutch a little bit more. And the reason why I say that is because my, my, my dad, everything he eats is frozen. It's a frozen meal. Breakfast is frozen. Throws it in the microwave, beep, breakfast is done. He has lunch. He might make lunch like a sandwich, but everything else is frozen. Beep, lunch is done. Same thing with dinner. Beep, <laughs> dinner's done. But he does have like little snacks and stuff. And the pickle jar is his biggest nemesis right now. Because he'll ask me, hey, you know, can you open the pickle jar for me? And he doesn't get like the big pickle jars like I do. I get the big gallon ones. He gets the little small. I don't know if they're thirty two ounce or whatever. They might be thirty two ounce, little small with the spears in it because he doesn't want to have to chop them or cut them up to eat them. And it's just laziness. And he can't get the he can't get the lid off anymore. But yet he'll jump in his car. You know his little uh, Ford. Ecoflex or whatever fucking piece of shit that he bought (laughs) and drive all over town. Uh, But he can't open up a a regular pickle jar, which is concerning because, you know, he fell in the shower the other day. And uh, if he can't hold up his weight or open a pickle jar, I'm going to have to put him out to pasture. (laughs) But, and he asked me the other, other night to open up a pickle jar so he could have lunch the next day. I mean, this is, this is his focus. This is where he's going. This is what his, you know, his main concern is. And at the time I was making dinner, I'm like, well, dad, my hands are covered in, you know, stuff. I'm making dinner, making chicken and stuff. I'll open the jar later. So I go grocery shopping and come back. i put the groceries on the counter. I get back around noon and he looks at me. He goes, did you open the pickle jar? And I'm like, didn't I already open it? I get confused. I've opened so many pickle jars for you. Well, what? I and I, I go in there, and the pickle jars that he buys has that plastic wrap on the top of it, right? Uh, you know, like a safety seal or something. And I look in there, I go, are you talking about this pickle jar right here? I go, well, the, the safety cap is off, so I must have opened it. No, of course. You know, 6.30, 7 o'clock at night, I've had a couple beers, and I, sometimes I forget, I go to bed, and my, my mind basically erased the whole entire day's activities after 12 o'clock, and I wake up and I'm like, oh, brand new day, <laughs> I didn't do anything wrong yesterday, and then you go out and you walk into the kitchen, and did you open that, no, I didn't open it, did I, I don't know. So I go, I must have, because the plastic ring is gone. The little plastic seal's gone off of this. So, yes, Dad, I open it. Here it is. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I said, Dad, I, I, heaven forbid, you know, you, you die of malnutrition because you couldn't get your pickle jar open. I know. It's It's... It's these little things that you just like going, am I going to be that way? Because technically, don't you just follow the same paths of you know, your family lineage and trees and stuff? I'm looking at him like going, am I going to end up like that? God, I, I honestly hope not. I hope I in my whole entire life, I've made good decisions. I've made good choices. I don't smoke. Uh, I was probably a little bit more physically active than he was or is or was or whatever growing up. And I think hopefully I've got better genes than he does. I'm hoping. That's what I'm hoping. So we can pray pray. We could just hope. All right, guys, stick around. We'll, I'll be right back. So the uh the Super Bowl was the other day this past Sunday. And my wife and I like to watch the Super Bowl. We like to sit there and hang out and you know watch a good game or you know it's one of the few things that we can watch together on on TV. My wife likes to watch those uh was it the Beverly Hills Housewives of Beverly Hills and Housewives of Bourbon Street and all those things. I can't I can't stand it cuz I look at that and I go you know if if you Sit there and watch this as entertainment. How much is this is going to rub off on the way you approach life? Because it's just people just bickering about being shallow and being this and being that. She's like, no, 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 no. It, it's I watch it as I am glad I am not these people. Is the way she watches it. I said, okay, and and with that train of thought, I guess I watch. You know. <laughs> child molesters molest children, so I don't molest children. Not that that's a thing, but I mean, that's kind of the the same concept that you're you're going with there. It doesn't make sense. But I, for some degree, I understand. You know, it, it does make sense. God, look at these people. I'll never be like them. Well, I would hope not. Or my ass is out the door type deal. Uh, but part of the, the whole uh, Super Bowl thing is, now, I know I'm going to beat this into the ground. I, I told you that I was on the Whole30 diet for a while. And then we went up to New York. Not that I blame New York for anything, Uh, but from Thanksgiving all the way up till middle of January, I have not been on it. And I put on 17 pounds. Oh God. If you're watching me on the video here, I'm trying to get better. I'm trying to get skinnier. I'm trying to get, so I can get off these uh, blood pressure medicines. I'm trying to get it to where I, it doesn't hurt when I put on the goddamn compression socks. I'm trying to do all that stuff. So I don't end up quote unquote, like my dad. So, one of the things I said to my wife, she's like, well, what are we going to do for Super Bowl? She's like, I don't know, whatever you want to do. I said, let's get Papa John's pizza. She hates Papa John. I say hates. She does not like it. She's, she's from New York. She's Italian. She's like, that's not pizza. I'm like, going, oh, but it's fucking good. <laughs> the pizza's fucking good. I know everyone out there is like going, yuck. I'm like going, no, I'm sorry. I like Papa John's pizza. And let me, let me tell you why I like it. Because they will put extra sauce on there free of charge. They will double cook it for you. So that sauce gets nice and warm and nice and bubbly free of charge. They will do all these little added extra things free of charge. And I like that. I always feel like I'm getting a, a bonus or, or, uh, you know, a, an advantage by ordering the pizza from them. When I was single and, you know, going to school and making my way in the world today takes everything you got. I, uh, I would buy, on Friday, I think it was two pies for 19.99. Two large, two toppings, 19.99, and I would eat that the whole entire weekend. That 20 bucks would feed me breakfast, well, liquid lunch and then dinner all the way to Sunday and then Monday I have to start over again. So we ordered uh Papa John's for us here at the house for the Super Bowl. And I'm excited. Like the day before I'm like looking at the menu. Ooh, they got this, they got they got this uh the you know, the cookie. They've always had that chocolate chip cookie thing and a pie tin pan. <laughs> and then they've got all the different specialties and stuff. So I ordered the new stuffed garlic pizza with my toppings on it. Then she found two large, one Supreme, one specialty pizza for her and my dad. Not that they're both going to eat it all. I'm going to end up eating all whatever's left. Believe me. So she got that. And I said, ooh, they've got uh, like mini calzones. And then they got like mini... Uh, some kind of cheese and jalapeno bites, and I'm thinking like garlic knots. You know what a garlic knot is? You know, sometimes they'll just say we got all this extra dough left over. <laughs> what do we, what do we do with the extra dough? I don't know. Tie it in a knot, put some butter and cheese on it, and throw it back in the oven. We'll sell it as <laughs> garlic knots. Put a side of a gravy on the side, and and let's make some money doing that. So when they advertise it on the, on the um, the website. Mini calzones, you know, Supreme, pepperoni, or they had a chicken one. I was like, well, I don't want chicken. I don't want chicken anywhere near my pizza. <laughs> Red sauce, unless it's a Parmesan, but it's still a little bit different. I said, let's get, you know, a box of, they're only like four uh, dollars 49 Let's get a box of the Supreme Bites, Papa Bites, that's what they're called. Let's get a box of the cheese and jalapeno. Then they have like a box of Oreo cookie. Like a dessert type thing, and it comes with a side of like a sugar water or sugar syrup is basically what it is, like a cream cheese frosting, but not exactly. It's it, it's kind of translucent. So the whole entire day, because we ordered it first thing Sunday morning of the Super Bowl, we ordered it like eight o'clock, and you know we're having breakfast and stuff, and she's on her laptop and or her tablet, she's on you know okay this and she's clicking and clicking. And she's like, pick up time. I said four o'clock. Four o'clock would be good. We can eat some, watch the pregame show. After first quarter, maybe eat some more, have time, eat some more. <laughs> you know, that's what I'm that's the goal I'm going for here. She's like, all right, she orders it. So we travel up there, and I don't know if you guys know this or not. There is no restaurants around where we live. It's it's a drive. It is a drive. It's a 35 minute drive. On two lane country roads to go pick up Papa John's. Yes, I know. <laughs> so we go pick up the Papa John's and we bring it home, and, and the car is just, you know, rifling with the smell of everything. I'm like, oh, I'm so excited. I'm like a little kid. I'm so excited. So I open, I put the bring the pizzas in the house. She's got the bag with all the other stuff in it, all the, you know, the extra butter dipping sauce and spicy dipping sauce and ranch and all that stuff. And she's got the Papa Bites and all the extra desserts and stuff. She, and they're in a big bag, cellophane bag. She puts those on the counter. I open them up, open the pizza boxes up and I go, "Oop, that, that one's not mine. I throw that off the, that's my dad's <laughs> pizzas here. <laughs> oh boy. And then I open up the other one. It's got mushrooms on it. Not mine. That's my wife's. There you go. And then I open the last one. Oh, it looks so good. I'm smelling it. I'm touching it. Make sure it's still warm. Still warm. I said, okay, let's look at the pizza bites. Where the Papa Bites, I open them up and I go, are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? This, this right here is 549. The pictures on their, on their website had the thing looking like, how do I, how do I visually tell you what these, what what they look like? You ever seen like a, well, let's, let's do it this way. Uh, A sandwich at McDonald's, like a breakfast sandwich. They're a little bit smaller, right? A little bit smaller sandwiches and stuff. Uh, It's about the size of watching this on the video here on the, on the website. It's about the size of the bottom of this beer can, right? It's a nice, big fat sandwich. Actually about like this candle. If you're watching this on the YouTube, they look like they're about this big on the, on the website, so I'm like, oh yeah, those are gonna be good. How many you get? Four or five? Good, well worth it. It's just dough, a little bit of sauce in there, good to go. When I open the box for these pizza bites, I'm looking around to find something. That, oh, this is perfect. This right here is perfect. This was the actual size of the pizza bites. Uh, make sure. Let me go into the video here. So there, this was the actual size of the pizza bites. Website, what I got. Okay? You <laughs> know all the stuff I have here in the studio. I was so fucking pissed. I was so fucking pissed. And so I wrote them. I wrote them a nice little nasty gram and said, hey, look, you know, what the fuck? And you know, they, they responded, oh, sorry that you didn't have, you know, satisfaction. Well, was everything correct on your order? I said, Yeah, everything else was fine. And they go, uh, well, here, here's a, a coupon for 10% off and Free mozzarella stick, not mozzarella sticks, uh bread sticks, which is basically pizza dough without the pizza and cheese on top. I'm like, oh fuck this. <laughs> I gotta drive another 35 minutes to go pick up these bread sticks. I'm not ordering from you guys again this year, maybe next year, maybe next Super Bowl. I was just so pissed. How how can they do that? And that's what a lot of people are, are getting into as far as like I think McDonald's revamping their their whole entire Oh, I don't know. Oh, this is why this is why in this area. Now, I don't know in your area. They might have been good, but I don't I don't like going out to eat in this area because no one's really watching (laughs) what they're doing in the kitchen. Be we because we're kind of isolated. We are in the country. No one's going to like the CEO, Mr. Papa or Shaq or whoever owns or part of uh, controlling shares is not going to stop over here in Marshville and say, hey. Oh, uh, there's you uh these uh these uh papa bites aren't aren't very big <laughs> <laughs> my phone was bigger than the papa bites you know he's cross-eyed and stuff I gotta go get the super Bowl Taylor's waiting for me <laughs> so I was pissed so I wrote him a letter and 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 that's what I got all right guys well stick around we just got out of Valentine's Day and I got excited and then I got really really sad so I'll be right back ball game's in the refrigerator Don't Lights are out, but it's getting hard. Want a special pie? Pizza, pizza pie. Every minute, every second, bye, 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 bye. Want a special pie? Pizza, pizza pie. Every minute, every second, bye, 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 bye. Pepperoni and green peppers, mushrooms, of chives. Pepperoni and green peppers, mushrooms, olive chives. Me, therapy, therapy. Advertising causes me. Therapy, therapy. Advertising causes me. Therapy, therapy. Advertising causes. Therapy, therapy. Advertising. causes E-therapy, I'm having issues with my mustache, if you're watching this, everyone watches this on YouTube. If you look at the screen, the, because I'm looking at myself in reverse, this side of my face, my mustache is darker, but on this side of my face, it's more gray, and it looks like I didn't shave, or I shaved only one half of it. So if you're watching this on the video there, that's... That's what happened. That's what happened there. My hair is getting longer. I got to go down the great clips and get it done again. My wife's too busy to cut my hair. Uh, I like great clips. They're all right. You know, that's simple. You know, you go in there and you're, you're thinking you're going to be, ah, I want a stylus. I always go, you know, every guy goes in there that's my age, cut it short on the size, not a short on top, uh, cover up my bald spot and, and be done with it. So they're all basically just, it, you know, they're just turning and burning. You know, guys, oh, you want something uh, totally different than the last guy? No, you don't. It's the same thing. Buzz, 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 cut, 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 fade, fade, fade. There is a difference between having the hair fade from the top to the bottom. There is. That's a That's a talent in itself. I've had some horrible fades from the long hairs on top you know, past the, past the crown and down. So I've I've been dealing, trying to find a good hairstylist. I say stylist and I use that term very loosely. On Facebook recently, I found out that I've been doing everything wrong. And when I say I've been doing everything wrong, there is something called a digital creator. And I started seeing that pop up and I, and I was kind of like, what the fuck you aren't. Tom Tom Adams, I went to high school with you. you. You could barely put two words together. You are not a digital creator. You barely can dress yourself with all the buttons. You know He's the type of guy that would button his shirt up and have one extra button at the bottom and an extra hole at the top. There's no way you're a digital creator. So I kind of dove into it a little bit and kind of poked around the people that were quote unquote digital creators, which is, it's a scam. I think it's a scam, but I, I'm not there yet. I signed up for Facebook in 2009, and it might have been 2008, like when they were just, just, I know they've been out since 2004, but I mean when they were just starting to spread, like wildfire. And I did it as a joke. I was on on another radio show, and I said, I'll I'll do that. I'll sign up and watch how many friends I get. I got nothing. (laughs) But so since 2009 to now, I have been doing everything wrong. I should have been, a you know, my job title, when they say, you know, when you fill out your bio, name, Travis, age, none then your fucking business. Because <laughs> I found out if you put your age on there, or you put your birthday on there, people will actually text you your birthday. Hey, happy birthday. Fuck that. <laughs> I pulled it off of there, I think, five years ago. I'm like, I don't want, I don't want, I don't need a list of, you know. Happy birthday 15 times or 300 times or however many people that want to wish me happy birthday. No. So I just pulled my birthday off of there. doesn't pop up. Great. You don't wish me a happy birthday. I don't wish you guys a happy birthday. I don't care. You know, unless you're a close friend, which all mine are dead now. But when it comes to a digital creator, one girl that I that I know, like third party newer, she's like, oh, yeah, I got a, a check for 30 bucks. I said, what? She's like, oh, yeah, I saw uh, I got an email to my account. That says, congratulations, $30 is on the way. And then a couple days later, uh, she had $30 deposited in her account. And you're like, oh, well, well, what was she, what was she posting? What was, you know, was she doing like TikTok dances? Was she, you know, doing weird, crazy videos? Nothing. She was posting videos and pictures of her grandson. That's it. 30 bucks. I go, well, shit. If she's just doing grandson pictures, (laughs) like I've been doing, way more work than that as far as like, quote unquote, digital creator. So I signed up. I don't know if I've done everything correctly. I don't know if I've got everything in line or not, as far as I'm still waiting for an email saying at least the 30 bucks, right? At least 30 bucks. <laughs> Do me a favor, Facebook. And I've got, I've got, uh, I think I've got in charge of like six six sick. Well, most of them are sick. Six different pages that I that I'm in control of, with a total of it. I think of like twenty thousand, if not 30,000 subscribers between all six. And I'm like going, why am I not? Why am I not seeing something? Am I doing something wrong? I think I'm doing something wrong somewhere. So I have to dive into that a little bit more because I, you know, you go to YouTube for your answers. I don't go to the internet. That's ridiculous. I go to YouTube because I want to see actual, like the guy clicking the mouse and clicking the screen and clicking, you know, this is what you do. And because I'm a moron and I need to see step-by-step and make sure you do this and make sure you do that. I'm like, all right, if I can see it, visualize it because I don't have time to sit there and read because I'll read and I'll flip words around and stuff. If I can see someone physically doing it saying, okay. The way to collect money as a digital creator on Facebook, do A, B, C, one, two, three. I'm in the process of doing that now. So I don't know if, if I did anything right. I hope so. I should be, should be a millionaire. I should be a millionaire by now. But we'll get into that, uh, once that once I get the email. I'll let you guys know exactly what they said. Now, we just had Valentine's Day the other day. And I was kind of not upset let me re-go over, is that a word? <laughs> we'll throw it in there. Let me update you on the lifestyles that happens here on the property. My wife is a very important person. She works for a, a very important company. It's the reason why we moved up to North Carolina. Now, don't get me wrong, I make money too. <laughs> I'm not claiming poor mouth here. Between my wife and I, we can afford our property it's 22 some odd acres. And I say some odd because they always do 22 plus or minus, And there's like a percentage or something that there's an easement that if the state or whatever wants to come in, they have to, we have to bow to them to take, they they can take that. Uh, but we have horses here. Uh, we have, you know, our, our not livelihood, but this is what we did. We bought our quote unquote forever home for now until we get old and we can't take care of the forever home anymore. My wife uh, now For the last four years has worked from home. She had the luxury of of, or she has the luxury or had the luxury of working from home. And uh, now she has to go in the office three days a week. And this just happened at the beginning of the year. And now we're in February. But for the last two weeks, she has worked a full, you know, Monday, she's home. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, she's gone. Friday, she's home. Prior to that, there was uh, holidays in there, kind of threw everything around. We went on vacation, you know, yada, yada, yada. So for the last couple of weeks, she has been doing, you know, now we're on a schedule. Monday, I'm at home. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, gone. Friday, I'm at home. When she's gone or when she's at home on Monday and Friday, we have a horse that's off campus. And she trains at 6 o'clock in the morning, 6, 7 o'clock in the morning with this horse and the trainer and all that stuff. She's out there for an hour and then comes back home. Signs on by 9 o'clock. I mean, she's literally like in the door, you know, pursed down, backpack, you know, with all her stuff in it, and then goes right to her desk, signs on, 9 o'clock. She's on that computer all the way till about 8 o'clock at night. That's the schedule I'm, deal- I'm dealing with right now. So Valentine's comes around. Now, granted, I've got a little bit more free time than she does. I have the luxury of, you know, signing on to, uh, to, uh, to do the show. Uh, I do try to keep a a, a regular schedule, you know, timeline and stuff. The Monday show I do uh, is always at at 930. The Wednesday show I do is always at noon. And this show right here kind of bounces back and forth depending on what we got going on here on the property. So I go out for Valentine's Day and I I get her all, you know, I get her the card. I get her the candies. I get her the little doggy, you know, little stuff thing. Just the the silly little things that make a, a couple of 15 years. Um, just appreciate each other. And, but what I like to do is I like to hide it <laughs> or so she can see it. And when I say hide it, uh, Wednesday morning, you know, she has to drive into work. So I kind of took everything and put it on the seat of her car in the middle of the night, <laughs> espionage style, and put it in on her seat in the middle of the night. And she's like, okay. And she, every morning, okay, I'm leaving. I'm going, you know, horse training or I'm going to work, you know, whatever it is. She's, she always says goodbye to me. And I say goodbye. I love you. Have a good ride or have a uh, drive safely. That type of thing. Valentine's day. She comes back in. She's like, I got my present. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll talk to you later. And then I'm like, all right. So she goes away. I wake up naturally wake up, which is the best way. You know, you just get up. I usually get up about 30 minutes after she leaves. Uh, so I'm up by seven 30 and I go out in the kitchen and I look around, oh, <laughs> guess guess uh, Trav didn't get any Valentine's thing, nothing, surprise or anything. And then I look over and there's this package. I'm like, oh, thank you. Now we have a big island in the center of our kitchen, you know, with stools on one side and the uh, stovetop and everything in the, in the center. And there was a package there on, on my seat, which is the end, you know, the end of the, the island. Yeah. I look, I go, oh, she got me candy or something. And I look down. It is a package of folded up oyster crackers. You know, if you if you take, uh, you know, oyster crackers, they're in a square bag. And if you take, you know, half of them out, you know, or use about half of them, you kind of fold everything over and you kind of roll it over. It looks like a burrito. You just kind of sit it there. I go, oyster crackers? Oh, that's right. Because when she came home, she had soup last night. She wanted oyster crackers in her soup. I go, oh, man, I thought these were going to be candy. This is Wednesday. Wednesday morning. Here we are Friday. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Now, I know she's she's busy. That's why I gave you the whole breakdown of the schedule of everything of everything that she does. I know. She's a very, very busy person. I'm a busy person too. I make sure the house is okay when she comes home still standing and (laughs) I make sure the house is you know cleaned and picked up and I'm a good husband I work from home that this is my job I don't go anywhere other than like the shopping for like supplies and stuff horse hay and chicken food and all that stuff I didn't I I didn't get anything so I was just kind of like I was like oh man get anything and when when that happens compounded with you know someone that's constantly you know out of a a Monday through Friday work week, you barely see them maybe six hours a week during that time. It just kind of makes you feel a little, little poopy, little poopy. Now I know she means well, Uh, I know that she's really busy. She's like, you know, I feel sorry that I didn't get you anything or didn't do anything for you or, or get you. I'm like, babe, and what do you say? Babe, everything's fine. Everything's fine. No worries. But you just wish that someone would just take you know, that little bit, that little bit of extra effort, which is, there's nothing wrong with what she's doing, but you just like going, it it just makes it that more special, I guess is what I'm saying. So that's, uh, that was my, that was my Valentine's day and we're, don't get me wrong. We're doing something this weekend. So it it just, it'll flow over to the weekend. My Valentine's day is just another, a little bit longer than the rest of yours. So we'll get into that when we come back. Um, yeah, so stick around. I'll be right back. I don't know if I've depressed you or made you pissed off or, or what, so I'm going to get into something a little bit more, a little bit more upbeat, uplifting, I guess. In our garage, we have we have a, a three-car garage. Half of it's been not closed off. It's a, it's a tool room, so they made it a three-car garage, boarded up one side, and it's got a big old tool room down there, so the garage stays open all the time. The only time that garage door closes is at night. When we're done for the night, garage door goes down. Boom. Because I'm home. My dad's home. Someone's always home. If for whatever reason anyone leaves the house and we're all gone, you know, my dad's got a doctor's appointment. And I go out shopping. That's that's the only time during the day the garage door goes down. So in the process of that over the years, little birdies, I've I've never had this happen you know, being from Florida, I've never had this happen before. Birdies usually find their own little homes and make their own little nests in trees and stuff. I really didn't see any birdies coming in to like our garage. Now in Florida, we've had garages down there too, or as well. And never seen them nest in there. Our garage here in North Carolina, they nest all the time. And when I say nest, because of the studio that we broadcast from is completely wired, completely, you know, electrified. There are cables. There are wires. There are everything that runs underneath the studio, which you can see standing in the garage looking up. <clears throat> so you see all these like open cables and open stuff. It's the way it is. It's the way they build the houses here. And these cables during the wintertime be when, when they're on or when they're not on, but they generate heat. So birds will come in and kind of stand on those, on those cables, on the, on the wires, the, the 16 to wire or 14 two wires whatever they're running through here they'll stand on them to keep warm and you know they're up in the rafters and stuff and part of them standing on these cables is they shit all over my wife's car you know they they do she'll come out and there'll be bird droppings all over it like a freaking shit storm came through and she's like god damn it (laughs) i'm like so when she was home all the time you know Four years old, four years ago, up until now, we had a car cover. One of those real nice silver, you know, reflected the, the sun and it's got the uh, the, the illuminating um, stamps on it. So if it's sitting on the side of the road, you know, someone will drive by, you can, it reflects back. It's got the reflectors on it. So it's a real nice car cover. And we put it on the car and birds would shit on that and then take the cover off. No <laughs> free shit or uh, car free of bird shit. But now that she's in and out and, and, you know, with her schedule and everything, we don't have to... It's a pain in the ass to put that car cover on. So it's a pain in the ass to put it on and then, you know, she's gone and then she's back and then she's gone. It's just so we just leave it off and the bird just shits all over it. So I have to get up there and I'm stapling the wires closer to the 2 by 4s closer to the roof of the garage. You know, the roof of the garage is the floor of this studio. So I'm stapling everything and trying to get, you know, so where the birds aren't like... Like a trapeze, or sitting, you know, standing on the wire, you know, we, you know, pfft, 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 <laughs> trying to make a face for the thumbnail. I said, you know what I'm going to do, and I, I always threatened to do this, and I ended up doing it. I said, I'm just going to buy one of those owls, you know, those those plastic owls, and put it in the garage somewhere to scare the birds away. I figure, you know, an owl, a bird of prey, would scare the birds away, and the birds that we trying to scare away, I don't know what they're called. I don't know what they're called. My wife does. I think she calls them like Carolina. Carolina gray-breasted something. They got a black head, they got black wings, and they got a gray body. And they're small. They're about the size of a like a, a cutie orange. You know what a cutie orange is? little tangerine thing? That's about how big they are. But they shit. God damn. You, so much shit coming out of them. I mean, like when it hits the windshield, it's about the size of a... I was gonna say one of those papa bites. It might as well be <laughs> about the size of one of those stupid papa bites. Uh, next time, I'll take a picture of the two of them side by side, and I'll let you guys figure it out. I'll post it over on the Facebook. This is fifty Facebook page. You can <laughs> check that out. But I've stapled everything, and they're still coming in. They're they're so small, and their feet are so small. Uh, even with the wire stapled to the, the two by four and to the ceiling and whatever I can over the car. I don't care about the rest of the garage, just over the car, still shitting on the car. So I bought one of these, those plastic owls. And as soon as I got it home, I put it on my work bench, which is in front of my wife's car. And I just kind of put it there saying, all right, do your job. Yeah. You know, stand there. And it's got, you know, it, it's brown with the white feathers, plastic, you know, painted, but it's got those really, really, uh, glass or, you know, um, uh, I don't know what they're, but they're like glass eyeballs. And they're round, little circles, and they're yellow. And they got that black pupil, like an owl. You know, mm, <laughs> stay out of here. I set it there. Now, the birds come in at night. They fly around all day long, all day long, all day long. But at night, as the sun goes down, they start coming in the garage. They, they fly in, they fly out. They fly in, they fly out. You know, one comes in, he'll land there, and then fly out. Or she, I don't want to <laughs> assume their gender. They'll fly in, they'll fly out. So I put the thing, I'm like going, Owl, do your job. Do your job, Owl. Owl's just sitting there, you know, you know, plastic. I said, well, maybe I should put it closer to the where they're landing. So I take the Owl, and we got these row of cabinets that runs down the driver's side of my wife's car. And they go up almost all the way to the ceiling. So I put the Owl up there. There you go, Owl. Now you're literally eye level with them coming into the garage. Bird flies in, bird flies out. Another bird flies in, bird flies out. A bird flies in. And I literally was like, whew, I'm still standing in the garage. Whoo, 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 I'm waving at the bird. <sighs> bird gets off the wire, flies, lands on top of the owl. I said, ain't this some shit? Lands on the ear, the plastic ear of the owl. Well, guess what's going back? <laughs> that fucking owl, 15 bucks for that stupid thing. Bird lands right on top of its ear. I'm like, what the fuck? What the fuck? I said, maybe, maybe they're not used to it yet, so it's still up there. But I was like going, you know, you you think you've solved the problem, the solution of the problem, and and it didn't happen. And another thing, while I am on this rant, back to my dad. Yeah, I am not gonna beat him up too much, but when he gets tea, as you guys know, he drinks like fifteen gallons of tea a day, sweet tea. He'll open the refrigerator that he bought us. He'll get his tea out. He'll take the lid off. Refrigerator still open. Pour it into. I don't have my little. I don't have my little Stanley cup up here. He's got like like a mini Stanley cup, holds like eighteen ounces. So you take two sips, you got to fill it back up. So he pours his tea <laughs> into a Stanley cup, and he can't hold the thing up, so it spills. So he puts the lid on, puts the tea back into into the refrigerator next to the milk. Door still open. Find, he's got to find a paper towel to wipe the counter down, and then shuts the door. I have never had milk go bad in the house until he moved in. That refrigerator does not open the amount of times that, <laughs> that he... Now, granted, it's another person in the house. I understand that. But even still, the milk, we, we must have lost this year. <laughs> I know. We could do the, how do I... We, uh, we probably lost close to 10 full gallons of milk. Now, that's a lot if you think about if I'm buying one gallon of milk a week. So I cut it down to a half a gallon. Now, my dad uses it for cereal. Uh, sometimes I'll put a little splash in my coffee just so it takes the bitterness out a little bit, but I, I really don't rely on it. And if we have cookies or something, no, we don't have cookies. But if we do, <laughs> I like to have a, like a glass of milk with my cookies. Any, you know, red blood American would. So for whatever reason, this last half gallon of milk died on us. It still had another day on the expiration. You know, it might have said like 2-4-24, February 4th. And it it died on me. Uh, day before it went out. And the reason why I know this because my dad, you know, he pours it out in the in the sink and leaves it on the counter. I'm like going, Dad, what's wrong with the milk? There was like a half a half of a half a gallon left. Oh, it went bad. All right. Now, my job, the agreement that my dad and I have, is that he buys paper towels. I'll buy toilet paper. I'll buy paper plates. He'll buy bowls, like little paper bowls and stuff. He buys coffee. I buy milk. And I talk, you know, the big thing of coffee grounds and stuff. He'll buy that and I'll buy the milk. That was our agreement. I said, all right, dad, spoiled milk. I'll go buy uh, one in the morning so you can have, you know, your cereal. So I go to the local store right here. Like I said, you know, we're out in the middle of nowhere. So six, seven miles down the road to a gas station, half gallon of milk. What do you think it costs at a gas station? Pet, PET milk. You know, they didn't have any, they didn't have the, the 2%. They had whole milk. Half a gallon cost $6. That's what with, with taxes and everything. I think It was like 602 or 603 or something like that. Yes, half a gallon of milk. $6. I grabbed it out of the cooler, drove all the way back home, put it in the refrigerator. Dad, you got milk. You got milk for the morning. Day goes on. Sun goes up. Sun goes down. We go to bed. We eat dinner. We go to bed. Next morning, my wife leaves to go to work or to go train on the... Oh, I, she went to work because she wasn't was home that day. She went to work. I go out in the kitchen, I get out there, you know. wake up at 7.30, go through the news feed, make sure I didn't miss anything overnight, get out to the kitchen, 8 o'clock. The, the half gallon of milk that I just bought is sitting on the counter. And I'm like, Dad, what happened? Did you drop this? Did you spill this or something? What happened? He's like, that, that half gallon of milk was spoiled. I said, was it really? He goes, yep. I said, what's the date on it? He goes, yesterday's date. So if I bought it on the eighth, it had the seventh on it. I'm like, fucking hell, really? I paid six bucks for fucking spoiled milk. So the next time I went up to the, the gas station up there, I said to the lady, because I know that you know it's one of those gas stations where you know they don't they don't stock the shelves. The the vendors come in and stock all the, the coolers and stuff. And I said to the lady, she's real nice. She uh, jumped my truck one time when the battery was dead. She's like, Oh, hi, hey, man, how's it going? I'm like, Hey, just to let you know, I bought a uh, half gallon of milk the other day and it was spoiled bad. And, and, uh, my dad couldn't have his cereal. Oh man, bring that, bring that container back so we can get our money back, and we'll give you some. Go get yourself another one. I'm like, no, 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 I, I don't want to make a big deal. No, 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 go get yourself another. No, 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 I don't want to. Go get yourself another half gallon of milk for your dad. Get you. I said my dad can. He's fine. I'm going grocery shopping tomorrow. <laughs> this is the town I live in. These are the conversations we have. And she's like, well, I'm so sorry to to hear that. I will let my vendor know. Uh, And he's in here about three times a week. And I said, okay, well, great. I don't need to know all this, but thank you very much. And she's like, I'm going to let him know that he's leaving. If he's leaving spoiled milk in there, well, we just can't have that. We just can't have that in our town. If we don't have rules and regulations and people follow those rules, what should we do? All right. See you later. Let me get my case of beer. I'm out of (laughs) here. Patricia, thank you. Talk to you later as I'm walking out the door. See you later. Oh, God. So (laughs) that's what happened with the spoiled milk. All right. uh, I got one more little thing to talk about. Um, Well, hold on. Where are we at? Time-wise. I don't want to bore you guys anymore. I got one more little thing to talk about, and then uh, we'll let you get back to getting old. So stick around. I'll be right back. My milkshake brings all the boys to the yard, and they're like, it's better than yours. and Burt Kreischer said on a podcast I was listening to that he works out so he can drink. I said, that's a very smart man. And the reason why I say that is that, you know, I watch what I eat because it's real easy. When, when, when I was living in, in Orlando, I don't feel like cooking. Run down to Burger King. I don't feel like cooking. Run down to McDonald's. I'm drunk. <sighs> Order Papa John's. That was an easy thing for me. Now living here in in, in Marshville, like I said, the closest gas store seven miles away. I know it gets further and further every time. Fifteen thousand miles away, <laughs> but and the reason why I've chosen to do the whole thirty is because the amount of beverages I drink during the during the day, I don't want to. Uh, you know, I, I kind of work that in. Shane's talk about counting calories. You know, previous shows. Hopefully you can get it back here on the air here soon to talk more about <laughs> counting calories. He's doing good. He's, he's counting his calories now. Uh, I would incorporate the beer into my calorie my calorie count intake. So when I have breakfast, I try to make my breakfast as, nutrition as possible, nu- yeah, nutritious as possible with as l- few calories as I can possibly get in. Same thing with dinner. A lot of protein for dinner, no carbohydrates at dinner, uh, if they are there, they're through vegetables, vegetables uh, like Brussels sprouts or something like that. So that that's uh, I, I try to watch and, and and do that with my with my diet. Uh, I talked to Matt the other day, uh, speaking of uh, people on the show, I talked to Matt the other day and uh, we spoke. He's he's doing good. He's doing real well. Uh, he's going to step away from the This is 50 show. Uh, I don't know if he'll ever come back. Uh, he said, uh, not to get in his business, he's, he's like, uh, I don't think this show is a good fit for him, uh, but look for him in the future of doing something incredible, because he's, he's a very talented man, and I think he's got a lot to talk about. He just needs to, in, in my opinion, just needs to figure out the right venue, the right avenue to, to get those things out uh, to his audience. I think it would help him a lot. This show helps me a lot. You know, I talk about all the stuff with my wife and everything. I make sure that no one in the immediate vicinity of me listen to the show. And you're like, well, how, how can you do that? You thousands and thousands of listeners. I know, I know, I know. But I let them know. I'm like, you know, they come. Oh, I heard your last show. I didn't know that. And I'm like, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa hold on. <laughs> uh, we don't talk about the show. Okay. <laughs> So what you're hearing is the underbelly of what goes on here on on the property. And I say the underbelly like it's a bad thing. Like I'm a a, a, not a victim. Uh, What do they what they call the guy that's bad? Evil guy? No, drawing a blank. Mm, Villain. That's (laughs) I'm not a you know I'm not the the villain or anything. I just want to. This is the stuff that just helps me get through. Um, If I don't get this out, I'll go crazy. I'll I'll go insane. And the reason why I say that is because back to the scenario that I said about, you know, my wife, her new schedule, I've been used to her being home. I'm used to her and my dogs, my dogs. uh, I lost one dog last year, right after my birthday. And, you know, 13 years old, it's an English bulldog. Her name was Pookie Bear. Lost her, passed away in the middle of the night. And then you guys know that I just lost my other uh, bulldog, uh, Cookie Puss. Almost exact same, you know, two years apart. I don't know the math. Math Anyway, so we just lost Cookie Puss. Now, Cookie Puss was, I don't want to say my dog. Animals will gravitate to who they feel the most comfortable with. Uh, Pookie Bear was comfortable with me and my wife. Cookie was gravitated towards me. And it's feeling comfortable around being me all the time. Like she would be by my side. She would, you know, the whole thing about heel. I don't know if you know that term heel when they they say that to a dog. That means the dog needs to sit and wait and be obedient right there by your heel. Cookie would not go anywhere and not leave my side unless I said, you know, or I threw a toy or something out there. But, you know, if we walked out, not that we're walking around big parks or anything, but like walking around here on the property, she would stay by my side. And she bumped me, you know, make sure that I'm, I'm okay. But unfortunately we lost her and uh, leading up to her passing away. I had responsibilities. Uh, When my wife was home, make sure that she was okay. Make sure uh, she had lunch. um, Make sure that cookie was, you know, going in and out, going to the bathroom. You know, okay. It's, you know, it's three o'clock. It's time for her to go out. It's four o'clock. You know, she needs to be fed. It's, you know, eight o'clock in the morning. It's time for her medicine. So I had that, that routine and stuff. Now that she's passed away. I don't have that routine anymore. And I was talking to my wife about this the other day. Cause she asked me about, you know, how are you and your dad getting along? Cause my biggest fear is I'm going to have uh, a couple drinks and I'm going to tell my dad off like straight up. You don't like it. Get the fuck out. No, I'm not that way, but I'm very, very loose lipped uh, and very opinionated when, you know, I've had a couple beers and you know, the, the, inhibition goes down just like anyone out there but i i tend to be rude and i know that I, and that's something i struggle with and i told my wife many times i am an asshole so now <clears throat> now cookie puss has passed away my wife is is out of the house 80 percent of the time it's just me and my dad now my dad for 90 percent of the day he's in his room he's a hermit He lives in his little, he's got a monitor. I know you can't see my monitor here. He's got a little 31-inch monitor, 32-inch monitor. He sits about a foot and a half away from it and watches TV on that thing. Meanwhile, he's got this big, huge, you know, 49-inch, 50-inch TV over here, you know, across his room. And he's got a nice, big, luxurious chair. No, he wants to sit in a computer chair a foot foot and a half away from his TV monitor and just sit there and watch TV in his room with the door closed. Loud as hell, by the way, (laughs) sitting out there in the kitchen trying to have coffee. And it's like motorcycle. What's the scene from uh, Pulp Fiction? What are we watching? Motorcycles and machine guns. Uh, You think it's a little early for motorcycles and machine guns? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) You know, whatever that scene is from Pulp Fiction. So, and that's what's been going on. You know, I'm sitting there having uh, morning coffee and I'm by myself. I don't have any responsibilities. And I say responsibilities, yes. I have to go down and feed her horses. I have to go down and make sure that they're okay. Morning and night, those are my responsibilities. But I have no physical connection to them like I did my dogs. So I'm having a hard time dealing with that myself. And I realize that maybe I have started a little bit more... Drinking, I would take a day off. Well, I would take three days off. I usually take Thursday off, Sunday off, and like half a Tuesday or something. You say half a Tuesday. Well, if I get to noon on Tuesday, if I haven't had a beer or don't, don't want a beer, I'm not going to have one. But it all depends on what I'm doing. So I'm having a hard time adjusting to this new schedule and trying to figure out where what's my place in this role, in this household uh, that we have here on our property. So it's taking some time. It's taking a little bit. My wife's fine. Uh, m- me and my wife are fine. My wife and I are fine. She's, you know, I, I, <laughs> I'm awake when she comes home. Uh, I try to make her dinner before she gets home. A lot of times she just wants to make her own stuff. She wants to sit in the kitchen by herself and just kind of decompress. And she'll have like a glass of wine or something out there. And, <laughs> but it, it, it's, uh, it, it's tough for a lot of us right now. Uh, myself, Shane and, and Matt, I know each one of us are, are dealing with, with things and I, I hope this show right here, uh, allows you guys to, to deal with that as well. I'm not sitting here preaching or standing on a soapbox like I'm better than anyone else, but I just want you guys to know that, um, you know, you're not the only one that that's out there dealing with stuff. So we hope that, that somehow this, this show, and I try, my, my biggest goal with this show is, and I've said this before, is not to commercialize it at all. Uh, we'll have a sponsor or two that, that comes on and, and, and buys some airtime, which is fine, but we just want to uh, make sure that this is a non-commercial, you know, what they call it, like a sellout or anything like that, that everything that you hear and see and, and we discuss here is absolutely 100% real as far as what what's going on in our life. So... You know, when times are tough and you think you got a bad, hopefully we can turn it on, you know, turn us on and, and uh, you can be feel a little bit better about yourself. If not, we can we can help you through it. All right. Um, on that note, uh, if you want to reach out to us at any time, make sure you go over to Facebook and like us uh, over there. You can see all the stupid stuff that I post on the Facebook page. All right, guys, that's going to do it for us tonight. OK, see you. Bye. What do we do with the extra dough?